you just assume, right? Chronic assume that you know everything about your partner and there's no need for more questions. And that's when you start having boring conversations that are just the same every single time and you no longer enjoy being with each other. And then you think you need sex when really... Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. I hope you had a beautiful, wonderful Valentine's Day. And even if you didn't, it's okay. There's always next year. And (laughs) we shouldn't be focused on one day loving ourselves or loving our partner and showcasing that anyway, right? It's just a nice reminder, um, but you can always take action on that love for yourself or for others throughout the entire year. I, I did poll my audience on Instagram and most of you who voted said that your Valentine's Day wasn't so great. It was eh, eh, whatever is what most people chose. <laughs> um, and when I asked what made it not so great, I got responses like I didn't get a blowjob or she didn't have sex with me or um, I have no one special. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> doing a long-distance relationship, my job is the worst, Um, it's that time of the month, very one-sided, we're fighting, no time alone, no sex, we had a fight. Those of you who said it was great said, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day, I try to let her know I love her all 365 days of the year. Um, spent some good quality time with my wife and kids. Love that. Made a pizza from scratch. Amazing. Got a blowjob. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing sex. Got a blowjob. Her laughing. Aw, that's cute. Um, spending time with kids and wife. Booking flights for holiday. Sex. Wife initiated sex. Not give a fuck about Valentine's Day. Show my partner I love her every day. Got a blowjob and cookies. (laughs) So awesome. So yeah, some of you had a great time. And yeah, some of you not so much. And those of you who didn't have, didn't really enjoy the day, most of these responses are about lack of sex, uh, marital issues, feeling separation. And this day was probably just more of a reminder of that, right? So if your relationship's not going well, Valentine's Day can actually be more painful than enjoyable. (laughs) And it makes sense. But something I want to talk about today is the importance of establishing or reestablishing connection with your partner. um, Because that has to happen before you're comfortable having 
sex and getting blowjobs. And I get so many questions around how do we get more blowjobs? How do I get more sex? She never wants to have sex. Um, this and that. And it's, it's very related to the outcome instead of how can I build a connection with her, which is actually what's going to get you the sex and the blowjobs, right? There's a certain amount of connection that needs to be there. And, um, I think a lot of you don't have that connection and you don't work on that connection as much as you could, right? Maybe you do once in a while and you'll give it a try once in a while, but you lose the consistency because you get frustrated or you feel insecure. Maybe you feel unattractive. And I understand how it can be frustrating, right? And it can make you not want to be consistent because it's hard to be consistent around trying to make something work that, that feels like it's, it's all up to you to make it work. I get that. So something I want to share with you today are some questions that you can ask your partner to reestablish some connection. I know that for me, um, in past relationships and especially with my relationship now with Andrew, whenever we are asking each other questions, we learn more about each other and it's really nice. It's a really nice feeling. It's, it makes us feel very connected to each other and I think it's very easy for most people to stop doing this at a certain point because you just assume, right? Chronic assume that you know everything about your partner and there's no need for more questions. And that's when you start having boring conversations that are just the same every single time and you no longer enjoy being with each other. And then you think you need sex to enjoy being with each other when really you you don't, and that's not the first thing that should come, the thing that's going to make the sex actually better and enjoyable is you having a connection together first. So <laughs> Andrew just walked in and totally interrupted me, but it's fine. So when it comes to questions, here are some that you can jot down. Just pull out your pull out your notes in your phone and take some of these questions that resonate with you, or maybe they don't resonate. Maybe it's like, wow, I would not usually ask this. And that might be a good sign to let you know you have so much more um, potential for connecting with your partner than you think, because there are a lot of things you haven't tried. There are a lot of questions you haven't asked. So here are some good questions. How can I love you best in this season of life? That's a great question. And you could word it differently if those words don't make sense with your vocabulary. You know, like if you want to word it like, how can I love you best during this phase in life? How can I love you best during this phase of us having a newborn together? You know, maybe make it more specific. How can I love you best during this time in your life where you're not feeling so confident about your body? How can I love you best during this you know, this time where you're, you're dealing with this issue with your mom or with your parents, it could, it could be, how can I love you best during this phase of life? And she can interpret that how she wants to, or you can make it a little specific. And this is a cool question because it has the best intentions, you know, and you're putting it out there to have a better understanding of how your partner would interpret the best kind of love for her during this present time. 
And that's going to give you a lot of great information on how you can connect with her and help her feel more connected and help you feel like you're doing the right thing to to um, love her this way or show love this way. And it's just a win-win for both of you when you ask each other questions like this. All right, let's go to another question. What activity makes you feel alive? This is a great question because it's not necessarily about the love you share between the two of you, but it's about maybe bringing in some novelty or excitement in your relationship. And that's always important too. Um, High energy, good vibes, right? Excitement. What activity makes you feel alive? You can also word it like, what activity makes you light up? What activity we do together gets you super excited? What activity makes you feel like you could just let go and just be in the moment? Right? This is going to give you a um, entryway into maybe what she's craving in terms of excitement or adventure right now. And for you guys to share in an adventure or an exciting thing that you could bring into your day-to-day that maybe hasn't been so exciting lately uh, for whatever reason, because that happens to all of us, it, it's, once again, really good information for both of you to, to understand what maybe the next date night could look like and how it could be exciting and maybe more memorable than just going out to dinner or doing something you always do. All right, another question What is a dream you had that you were able to make come true? So a lot of partners may think they know the answer to this for for their partner, and maybe you don't. So I would ask it because to talk to your partner about dreams, about their dreams, and about something they they achieved or worked really hard for, um, and it felt really good, is a great conversation to have. You know, when you can bring um, excitement, adventure, fun, dreams into your conversation with your partner, it's going to change your relationship dynamic because as I said earlier, you get used to talking about the same stuff because you assume you know your partner. So you, and when you talk about the same stuff, most of your day-to-day isn't adventure. Most of your day-to-day isn't about you know, talking about your dreams and what you're working really hard for and what would be like the ultimate outcome of your life. These are conversations we have once in a while, you know, if we're intentional about them. So if on the day-to-day you're talking about like, oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Oh, what did the kids do? Did they do their homework? Like, are they going to practice today? You know, like to get out of those mini conversations that are just about your day-to-day schedule and to actually introduce conversations that open up positive feelings um, that you can share with each other is something that doesn't take much time and it does reestablish the dynamic of your relationship to be more of a positive one and more of a connected one. And when you open up about these, these kinds of topics, you also build more trust in each other And you feel like you could be more truthful and vulnerable with each other over time because you're sharing things you don't normally share. You wouldn't just share it with anyone and it's with your partner. So you're, you're also building trust as well as the connection. And overall, this helps build your attraction because of the trust and the connection 
consistently. Next question, what makes you feel refreshed after a long day? You could also word it like what makes you feel relaxed after a long day or what makes you feel at peace after a long day? However you want to word this one. This one, it could be helpful to have a better understanding of how to help your partner relax if they seem really stressed or if they've been, you know, freaking out about something most of the day, you, you know what to help them do to relax and feel better. So this teaches you something. It teaches you how they're handling stress or like what would help them handle their stress at this phase in life. And this always changes. So once again, like we can't assume that we know the answers to these questions because we do have phases of life where maybe something always relaxed us. And then in the the next, you know, three years later, that thing doesn't really do it for us. We have to try something else to help us relax. I wasn't that into baths. I was always somewhat into them, but like now hot baths are my go-to for relaxation. And that's like kind of a new thing. So we, and it's not something I feel the need to intentionally tell my partner, you know? So when you ask questions like this, you do become more more aware yourself of like what your go-tos are to help you relax. And you also share that with your partner so they know. And, and you want to be asking each other these questions. These aren't all just you trying to understand her. You want to ask each other. So both share your answers whenever you ask questions like this. It's, it's probably better also that you don't ask these all at once. Um, but maybe once a night and just tell your partner like, Hey, I'm thinking like we could do a question every few nights or once a night when we're hanging out on the couch with, with our cup of tea or a glass of wine or whatever. And it could be cool to just kind of get to know each other again. Another question, who is a person you'd love to see more of and why? Oh, this is great. I love this question. This, this can give you a good idea of what, um, maybe who's their best friend. Um, maybe not even, you might even know who their best friend is, but maybe the person they want to see is someone, someone else. And there's a reason for that based on that person's traits or character or how that, how they make your partner feel. And, um, yeah, that's just, that's a great question. I want to think on that question myself too. Another question, what is something small that really makes your day? This is great because this often is, I mean, this is a good foreplay tactic. If something makes her day and makes her that happy and she would be that grateful for this small thing that happens, that's something that can really help build connection, just knowing what she likes, but also having the meaning of like, hey, I know you like this. I'm going to go get this for you or help you do this. Uh, next question, what's one thing you view as overrated, right? So this is just, this is a fun question. You know, there's there's not necessarily a point to these questions. And I point here is to learn more about your partner during this phase of life. Because as I said, you might even think through these questions, be like, oh, I know all the answers I asked her two years ago. Ask her again, because chances are answers changed. And even think of it yourself. The answers probably changed for you too. Another question, what books have shaped you as an adult? That's a great question. If there's a book that shaped your partner, maybe you want to read the book, right? And that way you have something that you can share 
you can, you know, show your partner you want to read it because you know how much it meant to them or how much it changed their life? It's a great question. Is there an album you listened to growing up that you never tire of? That's great. Music question. Love it. Yeah, even going to even going to a concert of a a band or someone your partner really loves just to be with them and let them enjoy it is can be really special. Andrew came with me to see the Wombats and he didn't even know who the Wombats were. <laughs> Most people don't, <laughs> but I love the Wombats. And he right away when I saw they were performing in Philly was like, oh, we should get tickets. Let's go. Like, don't you want to see them? And I was like, okay, you want to go? Like, you don't even like that. You don't even know them. And yeah, he was like, I'll go with you. You love them. So it was just a really, it was a great trip. And I just... Oh, it was such a good show. <laughs> like I think about that show and I watch the videos over and I'm like, they were so good live. Like that was awesome. And Andrew didn't know one word of <laughs> any song, but he knew the opening act, which was cool. But, um, but yeah, it was just, that was so special to me. Um, because you know, he did that. So that's just a little example of how these questions can lead to you taking action on things. Maybe you normally wouldn't, you know, And when your partner sees you do that, they tend to do the same. So it's really nice. What's an embarrassing moment that happened to you recently? That's a good question. See how all of these questions so far kind of tugging at different emotions. Like they're they're bringing about different parts of your partner. Um, Whether it's like reminiscing over the past, um, like a past joy, um, like things they've read and learned, things that bring happiness, things that bring excitement, what makes them feel love. So now we have embarrassment, which is one of the strongest emotions. And this is where vulnerability is really built in asking questions like this and trusting that your partner won't laugh at you and trusting that your partner will support you through um, having discussions around things that that involve embarrassment or shame um, and, and starting off with a little random question like this, that, that comes in the form of like, you know, you and your partner asking each other random questions and you know, you're going to do that. It creates the safety where it's like, okay, this is just one of our question nights. I've, I've shared a few so far. I can share this too. And it's amazing how many partners don't feel safe to share embarrassing moments or they won't really tell the truth because they're afraid of being made fun of or have that information used against them in the future, you know, weaponized. So to do this exercise and to unleash all these different emotions with your partner and um, have consistency in doing so really does create a, a deeper relationship because you know you can trust your partner with all this information that you're consistently sharing with them. And they're more likely to open up to you about, you know, things that when they're challenged with something and the more you share with each other and, and talk through and, and open up about the closer you feel and the more admiration you have for each other and the more your attraction grows. So, so yeah, this is, it's really good to ask not only the, the easy questions that are all about happiness, but, but also, you know, some of the, the tougher questions also. Um, This is a fun one. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? 
You know, I think it's really good to once in a while ask very childlike fun questions because we're all just children trapped in adult bodies. <laughs> so, and we all have a superpower that we want. So why not share it and have fun sharing it? Right. I always wanted to be invisible. I don't know why people always say fly, but I'm so afraid of heights. Like I just think about flying and I start getting sick because <laughs> I can't imagine. Ah, okay. Anyway. Mm, another fun one. If you had to do karaoke, what song would you pick to perform and why? That's a fun one. What are you working on now that you could use help with? How can I help? This is a great one because it allows your partner to think through what they need help with and gives them the opportunity to ask for help if they normally don't. So I know for, for men especially, it could be hard to allow help, but I think it's really important because she feels really good being able to help you and you should you know, offer that sometimes. Just offer her the ability to help you and also offer, of course, to help her. What kind of activities make you feel the most like yourself? Uh, that's a good one. I really like that question. I'm just trying to think about mine right now, but that's that's good. And I think after asking that, it's it's important to do a follow-up and be like, I mean, you could learn a lot if you did a follow-up and just said like, what about that makes you feel like yourself? What qualities or traits pop up? A, another question is, when do you feel the most connected to me? This is a great question that helps you both have a better understanding of what connection feels like for each of you, because you may think you're super connected when you're feeling connected, but it may not be the way that your partner feels it. This is always really interesting to discuss with your partner because you'll be like, what? That made you feel connected? That's crazy. <laughs> and it, it may not make sense to you. So it's really cool to have an understanding, a, a very clear understanding of what makes your partner feel connected to you. And I'll just give you one more because I am going to give you, this is from today.com. I'm going to actually put the link in the description of this episode so that you can look at all of these questions. There's a lot. I was just reading the beginning ones um, and then I skipped around a bit, but one more I think is a good one that isn't necessarily along the positive emotional line is, do you know how to tell when I'm angry and what is it like for you? So that's a good one because even if you're, you know, even if you're a partnership where it's very obvious when you're both angry, it's good to share this. And it's also good to share this with each other when it's, it's not obvious um, for Andrew and I, it is not obvious when each of us are angry because we don't showcase anger in a very obvious way. Me more than him, but even still, he I would tell him I was angry and he's like, I had no idea. To have a conversation around that, which he and I recently had, was really eye-opening because it was like, you know, when I do this, when I do things like this, it's usually because I'm angry. And... um and then when I can't take it anymore, I raise my voice. And that's how you know I'm really angry. So it is good to know this about yourself because, of course, sharing this made me think about myself. And I had to think, wow, okay, what things do get me angry? And how can I 
be truthful um, and talk to him right away instead of holding in this anger until it gets to the point where I do feel the need to lash out because he's not seeing the anger. So yeah, it just brings up a lot you can learn about yourself and it helps you understand your partner better. Your partner understands you better and it all around is helpful. Although not about, you know, fluffy, lighthearted stuff, it's a very effective conversation to have. And all of these questions lead to effective conversation because of all the emotions they're they're pulling out of you guys. You know, as I said, this is a wide variety of different emotions that come out through these questions. They're not just, oh, how was your day? Oh, how's your how's your mom? You know, they're not just bland things that of course you want to ask still, but we want to have a deeper understanding of us as individuals and as a couple when we're trying to connect more with our partner. So I hope this was a good reminder for you that connection is important in order to build on your attraction for each other and to have a sexual relationship that improves and that feels freeing and good and enjoyable. Um, because that's the only way you're going to get there. The only way you're going to get there is if you're talking to each other and if you're feeling connected through the talking and the sharing and the experiences you're sharing with each other. It's really about sharing, sharing conversation and sharing experiences, sharing hardships and challenges are what make you feel deeply connected with someone to the point where sex is something that more naturally comes. And if it doesn't naturally come, you can talk about it because you're so used to talking about things that help you understand each other, right? So if you feel like you're in a place of like, you know, we're not having sex, it's so frustrating, I hate it, we haven't had sex for years, it's most likely because you're not having these conversations to help you understand each other and therefore be able to take action on that understanding so that you can get to a better place as a couple or so that you can make bigger decisions for your life and possibly step away from the relationship if it's come to that point. But you always have choice. There is always something you can do. And this is a great, these questions are a great way to be consistent in getting to know your partner, having a better understanding and improving on that connection to move toward a healthier, exciting sex life instead of just keeping things where they're at asking bland questions, not trying to learn about your partner because you think you know everything about them, not encouraging your partner to learn more about you because you feel uncomfortable doing that. You know, sometimes to get what we want, we have to go through the discomfort and we have to have some conversations that maybe we don't want to have, but we know that they're going to lead to what we eventually want for the future of our relationship and for ourselves. So that's it for today, guys. Like I said, I'm going to leave the link of these questions in the description of this episode. So feel free to check that out and choose the questions that most excite you or think are most, most importantly, um, you see can benefit your relationship most, regardless of how scary they are to ask. So yeah, good luck and have an amazing morning, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. 
And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.